1: though we're still in quarantine, we decided to bring back the original format one last time before we take our winter hibernation. That means it's time to share what we've been listening to. And as a reminder, this is also for our guests. Anything you say here goes straight onto the episode playlist, so use that power wisely. Mitch, would you like to be the first to start us off?
2: So I've been listening to a ton of new music, especially this weekend. Um, it. 2020 is going out with a bang. Uh, we had a new Taylor Swift record, Evermore. Uh, we had a new Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon 3.
3: Oh, um, yes. But
2: my personal favorite is the little known Montana singer songwriter Alaska Reed, who is in a band I loved three years ago called Alieska. And she just released her debut EP, Big Bunny. Um, we premiered it earlier this week. And I i have to recommend the entire ep but if i had to choose one or two songs uh boys from town and warm really capture this artist she is a vulnerable singer songwriter who always dives really deep into uh emotions and uh experiences uh the kind of thing where you know she's telling her life story but uh you know that it's relatable to you at the same time um i've Not had too many listening experiences where I feel that close to an artist without ever having any idea about who they are or where they're from. Um, So she's pretty incredible. Her EP is out now, Big Bunny, and uh, that's what I've been listening to this weekend.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's so intense. You're going to make me cry. That's my goal. (laughs) (laughs) So, Nicole, do you want to let us know what you've been listening to next?
4: Sure. I'm going to tell you about two songs that have been on repeat. I have been listening to a lot of Graceland 2 by Phoebe Bridgers. Um the end of the year is coming and I don't know if anyone else gets holiday blues, but I do.
0: Mm-hmm. And
4: I the feeling of wanting to like you know lace up my sneakers and just walk around and leave everything behind has been real. So, Graceland too, has been um, helping me fulfill my desires, my escapist desires. Um, and on the opposite side of the spectrum, I've been absolutely obsessed with Duelita and Angel's song, Fever, um, ever since it came out. I think it came out in November, and it was the number two song on my Spotify wrapped, so... You can just imagine how much I've listened to this song. So one makes you want to dance, one makes you want to cry. You can have both.
1: <laughs> or you can cry while you're dancing. I think there's like a really good song by Noted called Cry Dancing that I, uh, I, I empathize with in a big way. <laughs> uh, Adrian, do you want to go next?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, recently, I've been listening to uh, an album called Indicay 2 by Calm Truce. It's like this compilation of a lot of unreleased tracks, which has been nice. Uh, new album by Alani. She was like a period in between her name. I'm not sure if I pronounced that period or not, but her album was pretty great. I completely missed it. And then also a Korean composer, Ok Young Lee. I had an album that I also missed that came out earlier this year, but just really beautiful compositions, uh, great orchestral sound, and a big fan of just classical music. So it was nice. I think it's my first Korean composer that I really like dope into. So I've been listening to a lot of that album a lot recently and just been enjoying this final month with that.
1: I'm sure it's also great to just chill out with some classical music and forget the rest of the world
5: it is nice it is nice and she does an extremely beautiful job with all of her pieces so i'm I'm very glad very glad i found that
1: i'm gonna have to check her out all right frankie tell us what you've been listening to
3: Mm -hmm. so christmas is coming it's that time of the year i haven't really been feeling that festive this year which is really sad like I don't know, the magic's not really there, so I've been listening to a lot of Christmas songs to try and, like, pick up the mood. Um, There's an album by um, Pierre Lapointe. He's this Quebecois artist, and I guess you could say he's, like, the Quebecois version of Michael Buble, his Christmas album that he's released this year. It's all original songs that he's done, but it's, like, I don't know, it's just kind of sweet, like, Christmas stuff. Um, There's also an album um, that I recently discovered by somebody called Maud Audet, um again she's a Quebecois artist, but her album Tudne Morepa, um yeah, it's like it's really cool. It's like poetic, kind of dreamy. It's like great for a winter's day, just like getting sucked in to the stories.
1: Hmm. I love it. Here in LA, it does not snow, so it you wouldn't know that it's any other time of the year except for <laughs> the Christmas lights that the neighbors put up. Like, oh, I guess it's Christmas time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been trying to get into a little Christmas music too on the side. Uh, Pedro, tell us what you've been listening to.
6: So I've got a few things. I'm um, as anyone who listens to the show knows, I'm a huge zealot for Mark Ronson. Anything oh, he puts yes. out. Uh, that's solid. my jam. So um, he, him with uh, Casey Musgraves and Troy Sivan, they came out with Easy, and I've had that on repeat. I love that song.
1: Oh, my God. It's like the podcast just like had a baby. <laughs> yeah, true.
6: We did that. We brought them together. <laughs> we
1: manifested
6: it. <laughs> um, that along with... I still can't get over... Uh, honestly, I still can't get over the live cover of Heart of Glass from Miley Cyrus. I still bump that in the car daily. But my favorite thing right now is James Blake's uh, cover's EP... He'd been doing a bunch of covers over quarantine, and he finally, you know, did official an official release of a lot of them. My favorite, favorite one being I Never Dreamed You'd Leave in Summer, which is a Stevie Wonder cover, and one of my absolute favorite Stevie Wonder songs. And Stevie Wonder's the kind of artist where, like, if you're going to cover Stevie, you better do it correctly. Like, not a lot of people can <laughs> cover Stevie, but James Blake absolutely does it justice, his voice, and it's just so, ugh, it, it, it just gets into you, and it's like, Depressing, but in a good way,
1: in a way that you enjoy, in a way that I, I definitely enjoy.
6: Yeah, it's it's so, so good. So check out that uh, cover's EP.
1: De- definitely going to have to. Ryan, let us know what you're listening to.
0: Well, Pedro, you just made me think of this kind of short story I heard from a year or two ago where Stevie Wonder was playing a club in Westwood, I think, and he allegedly did a little medley that included Big Dad is Dangerous in it
1: oh my god holy i don't think the
0: recording is out there but maybe we can manifest it we can manifest this angel by mentioning it on the podcast i'm gonna light a candle
1: (laughs) right now someone has to have recorded it on their cell phone
0: i would hope so. somewhere Um, oh god but yeah yeah light that hanukkah candle um so last friday the first friday of december was band camp friday which is the day, uh, something Bandcamp started doing where they waive their commission fee and they've been doing it the last few months and I hope they continue to do it. So every time that's happened, I just splurge, fill that Bandcamp cart to the brim and buy as much (laughs) as I can. And, um, so one of my favorite things that I found was, uh, the Melvins, one of my favorite bands, kind of a sludge do metal band from the nineties. um, They released a cover of I Get Around by the Beach Boys, but it's called I Fuck Around, and the whole song is just saying (laughs) I fuck around over and over again, and it's so stupid and so silly, but it's perfect. (laughs) It sounds like the Ramones, like uh, really tripped out Ramones, so um, I love that. And then Christmas has felt weird. I relate kind of to the feelings that Frankie mentioned. So this year, in keeping with that Melvins theme, I've been listening to a lot of kind of stupid novelty songs. And those are great if you can find good stupid Christmas novelty songs. And One of my favorites is, Hey You, Get Off of My Roof, which is a cover of The Stones' Hey, Get Off of My Cloud, <laughs> but directed at Santa, Get Off of My Roof. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's been a lot of fun.
1: I think you mentioned that last year at Christmas time.
0: I'm, l- I'm doing it again breaking out the uh, the 45s (laughs) and uh, spiking the eggnog and just uh, it's all going to hell in a handbasket just like this year. (laughs) So,
2: yeah. It's really funny because a lot of people keep on saying it doesn't feel like the holidays. Obviously, this is a very weird holiday season for all of us. But I feel like every single artist who can has tried to make their mark on the holiday season this year. We've had so many more releases uh, and I've been getting bombarded with uh, press releases about holiday music. Um, Atwood has, for three years now, been doing a holiday column called Mistletones. Um, (laughs) All all credit goes to my fiance, Jess, for coming up with the idea. Um, And we have. Two to three hours worth of new holiday songs that we vetted and put onto the list. That doesn't even include the ones we said no thank you to. Um, <laughs> so everyone's trying to get their piece of the 2020 Christmas pie.
0: Well, it's beautiful because so many of those songs are in the public domain. So anyone can kind of, you That's know, true. you don't even have to write an original thing. You can kind of do a take on that. I also and think these Mistletons, are new ones too. Exactly. Yeah. And Mistletones sounds like it could be like a Tom Morello. Run the jewels collaboration album, <laughs> like a rage against the machine uh-huh. album
2: <laughs> love that I'm gonna plug todra Hall has a new song called bells bows, Gifts, Trees I saw that <laughs> and his he it's it's revolutionizing the Christmas song for me uh it is a new level of Christmas song. I have so many questions for him about it, and it is. An incredible tune. I highly recommend listening to it. It will get you off the couch 100% guaranteed. Christmas
0: revolution will not be televised.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I've been listening to the wildlife's latest single, How to Move On, which I think is far and away the best song they have ever done. Um, They have like this gospel chorus and it's just like this sweeping, melancholy, but danceable song about trying to move on after like a a rough relationship and thinking that things are just going to keep happening the same way for you over and over again and it's four minutes long so i get to enjoy it for longer than i would if it was just like a three minute song (laughs) um i want to bring up two more things uh second one is pop punk is back it's it's back in a big way this year like we have seen machine gun kelly We've seen All Time Low, like all of these uh, artists who are like getting into the mainstream, making music that we grew up with. And I am obsessed with Kenny Hoopla's Estella that sounds like it should be played really loud at Warp Tour. And it features Travis Barker on drums like everything this year has been. Like Travis (laughs) Barker just pops up like the Tooth Fairy and (laughs) he's just in everyone's song. And I've been saying that if you want to make an impact with your pop punk song in 2020 you need to just be whatever your song title is featuring travis barker and black bear (laughs) and that's what you're doing because we've had a lot of those songs and the last one i've been listening to this artist named luna aura and she plays like really heavy garage rock she did this live set for hot topic that was just incredibly good and she was actually on the list that i gave you mitch for like our dream guests for twenty twenty one. So I'm manifesting this. This is going to be my goal for season three. We're
6: getting record, Luna aura. I want to record inside a hot topic.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to record inside. Yeah. <laughs> well we're kind if of coming you, you, to Hold the, on a
0: sec. I got a question sorry. for Mitch. Sorry, Anthony. Go for Has it. Has to be mm-hmm. asked. If you are a Hallmark card, what song plays when it opens up?
2: Okay. There is a Led Zeppelin song from their 1980 Coda album called Hey Hey What Can I Do and I think it was a leftover from the early 70s and it is a beautiful song that's kind of about someone being cheated on but I've always loved it it's one of their acoustic ballads it's really fun it's kind of a jam and it goes with the theme of what everyone was talking about just now so I'm going to put that that one in there
0: That's an underappreciated Zeppelin album. Does that have Achilles' Last Stand on it? No, that's earlier.
2: Coda didn't get too much attention because it uh, was released a few Mm -hmm. months after uh, John Bonham's passing. It was Uh... not supposed to happen. It's the record that wasn't meant to be.
0: Oh, I don't even know if I've heard this.
2: It's a bunch of B-sides, essentially, and some studio jams. That just didn't make it onto anything else. But that song is always special. And it used to be on Q1043, New York's classic rock radio station, which was <laughs> uh, my thing growing up. I don't know. I always connected with that song and I, I just loved it.
1: What was your biggest guilty pleasure song or album from this year? I guess I can go first because I already have something in mind. A- anyone who knows me knows that I love Ninja Sex Party. Um, what? I think Danny is an absolute joy. <laughs> and so is Ninja Brian. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, watch their YouTube channels, the channel, they do um, like hilarious music videos. They came out with an album called the prophecy, which is their like D and D album, I guess. <laughs> the, and they have a song on it called it's bedtime. And it's like a lullaby. Like it starts off as a lullaby, like for a little kid going to sleep. And then when they get to the chorus, it's just like this huge hair metal 80s guitar and they're (laughs) shouting it's bedtime (laughs) and then you just hear like all these other songs like dogs barking and sirens and and uh jackhammers (laughs) (laughs) it brings me so much joy check that one out i i love them
0: uh i'll share one this is technically not it's not an album it is uh barack obama's a promised land official playlist The (laughs) company playlist that was that was made to accompany his book, which is selling like crazy. I usually am pretty underwhelmed and annoyed with like political leaders' playlists because it feels like they just got the youngest people on the campaign to make the playlist, and it just doesn't feel legitimate at all. Um, Call me a cynic or a cold-hearted bastard, but um, this one, whoever made it, (laughs) it's great. It's like it's and not because the the picks are so deep or anything, but it it truly feels like a very American playlist. Like, he has Brooks and Dunn, Bruce Springsteen, Eminem, Jay-Z, Sean a on this playlist. And and he has this, the Beatles song, Michelle, which is just like, oh, come on, really? But it's, <laughs> it's kind of beautiful, and uh, I thought it really actually captured it, so that was kind of a guilty pleasure listen for me.
5: I don't know if I would call it a guilty pleasure, but... I used, like, middle school, high school, I was really into, like, the hardcore scene, like, mosh pits and walls of death type of concerts. So, like, I always (laughs) still occasionally go back to that music. In 2020, a lot of Code Orange was in, like, a lot of my playlists, and they're just a really heavy band. So if I really just want to start throwing elbows in my apartment, I put on Code Orange and yeah they've been they've been i've been playing them a lot in 2020 um i never had an emo phase that that's unfortunate yeah
2: <laughs> That missed out on something it? mitch yeah my teenage years were spent listening to and discovering the uh bands of the 1960s and 70s and uh, getting really into classic rock and motown r&b soul um But last year, I was introduced to something called Emo Night, which is a (laughs) uh, production that's in Brooklyn and Los Angeles and a couple other places. And it's essentially essentially a big dance party where they play some of the uh, classics, mostly hit uh, emo songs from the 90s and the 2000s. And uh, I was exposed to this for the first time. And so I made my own Mitch's Emo Phase playlist with such uh, amazing hits as My Chemical Romance, I'm Not Okay, Sugar We're Going Down, I Write Sins, Not Tragedies, and The Anthem. These are songs I didn't know about uh, 10 to 15 years ago when I probably could have used them more, but because i didn't it's all been fresh for the first time and i think i've listened to that playlist more times this year than i ever have or ever will again in my life
6: lucky lucky man wait which anthem song
2: uh good charlotte Mm. (laughs) (laughs) nice
5: i wish i could listen to some of those songs for the first time again Same, a little bit same It's it's a rush it's a rush my no problem, actually, man. We'll wipe
0: your memory and we'll get you going. Please do. The Go truth is, it.
2: I have no business being the editor-in-chief of a music magazine. I don't know how this <laughs> happens.
5: My sister actually DJed at uh, Emo Night Brooklyn a few times, like, you know, before, almost well, like a couple of years ago. She was a big part of that. So, yeah, you should definitely, whenever it comes back, get in on that because they're fun. They're a lot of fun.
2: My friends and I have a post-pandemic to-do list, um, and uh, we just added Emo Night yesterday.
5: That's a good plan. I like that.
4: I don't believe in guilty pleasures because I wear all of my guilty pleasures very proudly on my sleeve. Um, I, I have no shame in admitting I rewatched the Twilight movie a few times this year. So let's say that great soundtrack amazing um but i think my guilty pleasure would be britney spears blackout i love that record and it's so great it's so pop it reminds me of when i was young and innocent and thought i knew everything she was talking about in those songs. so yeah
3: yeah
6: those twilight soundtracks are fire
3: there's a Amazing. song, Vampire Weekend did a song. I've never seen the Twilight movies. I think I'm like the only person. Um, but yeah, I know Vampire Weekend did a song for one of them. And like, I know the song, but not the movie. And it's like, it's so good.
2: We used to watch those movies in Spanish for my Spanish class. In <laughs> I bet they were better. <laughs> I learned Do you? a lot of interesting <laughs> phrases from watching <laughs> those movies. And that's all I'm going to say about it.
3: I'm kind of the same as Nicole. I don't believe in guilty pleasures. I think everyone should be proud of what they listen to. But yeah, you were talking about like emo stuff. Weirdly, I restarted listening to like My Chemical Romance and stuff like that recently. And also I revisited Avril Lavigne because I hadn't actually listened to like her albums in like so many years. And I was listening to that like recently and I was like, well...
1: I legit like came home from work at like two in the morning a couple weeks ago, and I just sat in my car so I could finish listening to Avril Lavigne's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great song. I do not care what you say. Face, yes.
4: Mm-hmm. People don't appreciate blonde, pink-haired Avril Lavigne enough.
1: They, yeah, it's true. Warp Tour incarnate. <laughs> Pedro tell us
6: yeah I love I love all the emo throwback stuff I've definitely gotten back into some of that from my high school days um, a lot of what you guys mentioned and like some coheating Cambria favorite Atlantic like and mm. um, keeping secrets of love that stuff but I think probably my biggest quote guilty pleasure probably because of TikTok. I'll be honest I'm kind of obsessed it's a problem 20 fingers short dick man and lick it have definitely come back into my rotation in a heavy way in a way that they probably shouldn't have ever again, but I dig it. Um, I love any like nineties club music. I'm so down for it. I'm here for it. So that's probably mine. Yeah.
1: I love it. Thank you all for listening to tunes and tumblers. Tunes and tumblers is an Atwood magazine podcast. Be sure to like the show and Atwood on every platform. Also please rate and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts it helps us out so much. Also, head on over to Atwood Magazine for our features on the albums, songs and artist discoveries of 2020. You don't want to miss it. Tunes and Tumblers was produced as always by Drew Franzblau. Our theme song is by New New Girlfriend. We'll be back next year with a new batch of songs, cocktails and amazing guests for you all. Cheers. 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 Cheers.
0: Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.